Hello, welcome to episode 10 of You're Missing the Point. Episode 10, where has the time gone, Thomas? You know, every day feels the same. This week was the fastest week of my life. My roommate told me today that it was Thursday, and I was like, but it's Tuesday. And they were like, no, it is Who's Thursday. Day? Hey, you know, it's whose day is it? Whose <laughs> line is it anyway? And uh, nice thing you know, it's Thursday, and that's where we are. And uh, I, I literally looked at Jake this morning, and I said, hey, Jake, uh, we really need to record a new podcast episode. Uh, last episode, so much has transpired, at least in my backyard, since the last episode. I think we just need to fill the listeners in. It feels like just yesterday we did that episode, but it was a week ago. Um, Literally so many things have happened since the last really episode. We really knocked a lot of stuff off of our to-do list this week. <laughs> we did. I was... This was the, the at least work wise. This was the most productive I've been. I worked so hard this past week in terms of like production and work product. Oh my gosh! I finally caught up to what working from home could be like. I'm as effective this week as I would be in the office, like even more so, honestly. And that's just not something that I was. I, I, I was I wasn't prepared to say that, you know? <laughs> well, actually none of this is prepared, um, because it's entirely improvised. Not a single script involved in this. Well, Thomas, I'm glad to hear that you're working very hard. Um working I, so I, you hard. know, I have to say it's probably because I set such a good example for you. I'm working every day. All sorts of stuff. I got lots of projects going on at all times. And uh Thomas is forced to watch me do them. So hopefully Because I sit at the same desk. <laughs> It's more of a table. It's not. Really it is. It is our our, our kitchen table. Kitchen table. But it it really has a different feeling when you have so many monitors on it. I mean, at what point does it go away from a table and become a command center? Well, I think the thing about it is, so it used to. It was. It likely was a command center at one time. So the thing about this this table, it's kind of a card table. It's got a. It's sort of. It's got like a wood paneling. Yeah, I would definitely uh, play some poker on this. Yeah, it's like a low height. It's an oval. It's got a leaf in the middle of it. If you take the leaf out, it turns into a circle. And I've got four of these like leather-bound chairs that people tell me are probably worth money. I don't know if they I are. I think they would but, be. I mean, a few of them uh, are listen, are missing some of their like uh points on yeah, the Yeah, they're 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 used for sure. They but the uh I don't know this so, week I I had to be careful when I was recording a song which we'll talk get into we'll later get, we'll but get to the I had to be I had to be I had to be careful because if I was sitting on the chair it kind of squeaks when I play, you know. Oh, yeah, what's well, cuz you shift around. Because I'm like dancing. Mex- you're like a Mexican jumping bean. Because <laughs> I'm dancing. Over if there. you don't catch the vibe, are you even playing a song? Oh, I caught the vibe. Don't worry about it. Oh, we're we gonna, caught the vibe. We'll get on this. Don't worry. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not on the, we're not on the song yet. So I got this table. This table was a command center it, uh, at one other time in its, in its life. I, I allegedly was in the Pentagon before I got it. Right. And so uh, it's real like Nixon administration, I'd say, you know, this like, is a tough table. I mean, right, like it, it's heavy. It, I'm it, knocking on it's, it. It's oh, got wow. metal legs and it's all bolted together. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's like Dick Cheney, like planned the first go for this table. And like we're doing a similar thing. No, there's no w- warfare or violence, um, but we're planning things and we're working at it. Um, we've got four computer monitors on it, at, at least four electronics. So, sometimes at, at, six. I so, mean, yeah, at all times. And, and uh, Dick Cheney, does he even own a computer? Does he know and have an email address? Oh, How he, do I get a hold? Uh, of, for uh, sure. You, the the D, man is, what is it, technologically D, advanced. D Cheney at Cowboy 
senator.org. At Halliburton. Like, what, what he, what he's got? Oh, well, I could get him a dick at Halliburton.com. You, guarantee, yeah, you can't sure, be the head of Halliburton and yeah, not have an email. He's got an email, but that's yeah. what he's checking. He's got an, he has an assistant. Well, one of the things we did during quarantine was watch Vice. And I also found out how like corrupt I was all of a, all of a sudden. Uh, they were talking about how evil Grover Norquist's Wednesday meeting was. And I was like, I go to those meetings occasionally. And uh, apparently it's evil. So uh, that, was a, that was a new learning thing for me was that I, I've railed against the establishment for so long. And now they're saying in Vice that I'm the establishment. But no, I'm, I'm so not the establishment, you know. Well, you don't think so. so. Thomas is a little bit of an idealist. He was a ba- big libertarian club member in college. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I did similar similar things. That's why we know. No, each other, no, no. But, Jake sold out early. But I am a sellout. <laughs> I have a stone it was, it was the college Republican cold. Nothing about it. President. Sellout. I'm like Joe Biden. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Beijing, Beijing Joe, Joe Biden. Uh, but um. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Thomas has been learning things in the quarantine. I've been working on projects. Uh, Mostly we just try to, like, uh, ignore what's, what's going on and just try to make, the, make light of what we have going on. And so yesterday, Jake comes out and he goes, hey, Thomas, listen to this. And it was like this nice beat with a little synthesizer. And I was like, oh, Jake, I, I've been writing lyrics my whole life. I, I really could have something to that. And then next thing you know, like four hours pass and I go, Hey Jake, what's going on? And next thing you know, he has like this, like legend of Zelda ass, (laughs) terrible beat. Like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even play a video game that had this on it. You'd probably have some eight bit characters. Like this would be some miserable gaming. And I was like, Jake, what you had a song that I could have recorded. It was very Mega Man. I will tell you that 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 the 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 improved version of the first thing that you wanted to hear was Super Mega Man. And so I was I was very confused because Jake normally like I listen to the guy play guitar all the time and it's good. Uh, he plays a lot of punk hits. He he has some remixes of some Kesha stuff. Like I mean the stuff's good. It's it's fun stuff. But to hear him just go from something he knows to like, like we're gonna play some improvisation, man. I was writing it. That's oh what's my in my. God. That's what's in my heart, man. Is is, yeah, is but, video game soundtrack. Stick to what you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I told him, "Hey, Jake, what the hell happened to the beat four hours ago that I was ready to record a song on?" And he goes, "Ah, mm, I don't know." And next thing you know, I I don't pay attention to him for a few hours. And he has his headphones in. Next thing you know, I make chili for the whole house. It's like a beautiful thing. Um, big, big meal. Big, beautiful pot of chili. One of the most beautiful pots that I've seen. That, that Trump would say so. And he pulls out the headphones and he just plays this beat. And I was like, I was like, wow, this is so much better <laughs> than what I had been playing earlier. Oh, it was it was bumping. I get that. I can't that. I can. I tell started you. dancing. Was... This is like the danciest beat I'd heard in a while. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, and uh, and my roommate uh, J Dog uh, just goes like, hey, have you ever heard of a summary time beat? Because this is it. And I was like, and then I just started like improving, and I was like. Oh, this is this is gonna be the this is gonna be the song. 
Yeah, it got even more summary as we kept going. And I was like, this is what I was saying the whole time. Even whenever he was uh, complaining. Well, the first one was, was was like this. I had this idea that at the beginning. For the be- at the first one, I said it was a little bit like, it's kind of like a Mac Miller. R.I.P. No, yeah, indeed. Uh, I just had a little salute. We're having some beers. Drinking a Bud Heavy. He's got a, what do you got over there? I got this new thing. It's called a, a Vizzy. It's the Miller Coors answer to the White Claw. Um, I'm a big seltzer guy these days. I quit drinking beer because I'm trying to like stay fit during quarantine, you know, because like I can't work out. So I'm only drinking seltz. But uh, what I'm going to say, though, is like this beat was so fire compared to what was earlier. And now that we had a summertime vibe, I was like, mm, I can rock with this. And the so at first he, he had this Mac Miller thing going. And I was like, ah, oh, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not a rapper. I'm not gonna. No, it rap. was just Mac Miller. It was, it was so much. It was like best day ever, like rocking through the playground, you know. Yeah, yeah, Dunking yeah, yeah. on my friends. Oh man, it was some fire stuff. And Thomas really just wasn't getting it. I was like, there's no way. I'm, I'm gonna record a song. Like I'm gonna, it's gonna be lyrical. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna be a little melody. And so it was nice and slow, and we had we, we had problems because at first I was like, "Oh, we can just sing this," and then next thing you know, I have Jake doing a punk version of the first verse, and then I record a rap version of the second, and like that didn't go at all. And then next thing you know, it's like I'm just trying to sing the whole thing, and I'm like, "Jake, get the fuck out of here!" And th- next thing you know, <laughs> oh, it was it was incredible. This Last whole thing- <laughs> it was full of disagreement. I mean, this is what this has to be <laughs> like. I'm I, this is well, honestly this is the first uh, I've produced things for uh, many years, but I've never I've never worked with another person. Right? No, nobody has wanted me to produce something for them. And so I'm over here. I'm just like, no, here's Thomas. This is what you need to do. This will make it better. And he's like, no, no, that's stupid. I hate that. Get out of Collaborate here, Collaborate and listen oh is God. what the rapper This is what it was like. This is what it was like to be Paul McCartney or George Harrison. Man, Thomas is, is John. I hate John Lennon now. No more John Lennon. The, the Beatles, I get it. I totally know why they why the disagreements. Guns N' Roses, same thing. Oh, I get it. Got to say. You gotta say, produce one track, and next thing you know, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm the death of the Beatles. Man, I would have left I would have I would have left NWA a week after working with you. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Ice Cube made it so long. Well, but it, it, <sighs> sorry sorry to sidetrack. But anyway, like, if we're looking at NWA, like everyone's all crazy about Easy E, like he he had the most weak ass rhymes. His stuff was so no, Easy E had flow, dude. Easy no, E brought this brought this vibe of the streets, man. Ice Cube was Ice Cube turned out to be a sellout at that time. He was just a Ice poser, was, maybe. Ice Cube I, was awesome. Ice, Ice Cube I, was the best of no, that group. I used to love I actually still you know, I think Ice Cube is the best. I big actually, you know, MC Ren is very underrated, but <laughs> No um, one knows MC Ren. Right, I know. It's just disappointing. But uh no, Cube is good. I like Cube, but he he sold out. You know, Ease, he he made it through until the end. <laughs> but uh, what this is a long way of getting to is that um, we actually recorded something that wasn't a podcast, and it's surprisingly better than what we thought. Like I, 
I, no, that is wrong. I knew it was going to be awesome. I'm a professionally trained sound engineer. See, I wasn't convinced. <laughs> and uh, so I, I sent it to two people. Only I only sent it to two people before this episode was recorded. And they both sent me like, wait, that's you singing? Or wait, that's really good. People were shocked. People were absolutely shocked by the, one, sound quality. Two, the fact that I'm like, I don't even know how to describe what I did on this. Do I? Do I sing? Do no, I rap? It, it's like it's, a, it's sort of jazzy. It's really it's jazzy. So it, jazzy. It's, it's like so. I saw on the internet there's a thing that's called like they call it jazz hop. I don't think it's that. But it's not. It's, it's, it's not. like new wave, jazz, chill, lo-fi. Like, like, I could probably study to it, but I'd spend too much time dancing. It is really, it's very lo-fi, like, background music type of stuff. But then you got Thomas just spitting beats out there, and he's just, like, telling the truth. And um, also, it, it, like, really, it really cuts through, through all the noise that you get these days. What I hate most about it, though, is, like, I have so many. So, initially, when, when I first wanted to record music with Jake, uh, because Jake told me, he's like, hey, Thomas. This new sound software, Logic, is free during quarantine. He goes, hey, uh, I got this new sound software. And I was like, little did Jake know, I really wanted to record a... I've been writing for years. I have so many poems. I I have a lot of stuff. And I said, hey, Jake, um, I have a song I want to record. And there's a big disagreement between like spoken word slash the stuff I write and music and tone and beats and melody and how we, how you usually record a song and i didn't know that <laughs> so we tried to do the the sad song i wanted but we decided instead to put a jazzy fun song because it's easier in my mind to write lyrics and a vibe to music than it is to write music to a song that's right yeah i think most artists usually start with some kind of riff and then they write then they they you know they usually have something like written down from years ago or or whatever but but like usually the mute i I don't know if this is right at all don't don't quote me on that sounds right but if if the if the singer like in this case right like you're not really a musician no i have no musical Um, talent if if you were if you were also like a guitar player or something and like had played around with like music production like oh I would I would write then, then you for then, that. then it would but easy, I don't then, then it I would don't. E- I then just you'd write be able for myself to, you'd be able to go like one to the other you could go either direction really right and like I'm not really great at writing lyrics so um I'm I I I've never been able to get any farther than a beat so it actually we're a pretty good pair between the two of us yeah and and next thing you know we we have a beat and we have a song and um i think it's pretty cool i i enjoyed it um yeah i think it's pretty where good are we at? Well, the last time we left you we were uh in the middle of clearing out the safari that that had appeared in our in our back area and uh well i got good news we t- the possum is gone we no longer have the possum uh we took there was a 
There were, you know, it was a trap that was set, and he got put in it, and it was very humanely non-lethal, nothing about it. And what uh, he's leaving he... out is that we likely broke DC endangered species laws because, uh, so we called the Humane Society, not the Humane Society, animal control. We called animal control because, like, a, a a possum is a pest. Last episode, I talked about my. Um, rebranding scheme for the possum maybe making it into like an irish bar or something you know opossum but opossums <laughs> opossums i'd probably visit there i don't Grab know probably nice pretty Guinness fun or a Smithics also the, the weirdest thing that happened when i when we captured the the possum um so all these people had told me oh my god get rid of that thing kill that thing blah 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 and then I sent everyone a video of it when we finally captured it in the in the non-lethal cage that we had. It was extremely and it, humane. It was so humane. It was the and mo- one of the most <laughs> humane methods, honestly. It, I, you know, probably the most humane. We had so many methods that wouldn't have been humane, but we we decided for the dignity of ourselves we would. And also to make sure we weren't breaking any of the rules. Uh, like the real only the real rule that we found was that you weren't allowed to um, trap for money and this wasn't even real trapping but you weren't allowed to do like pest control without a license which goes back to (laughs) To episode episode one (laughs) the pseudo intellectual (laughs) right you got to have a license to sell your uh your your sneak ability out there to to catch your prey game uh but but no we were we were all we were all in the clear but everyone was telling me they were like hey thomas um you got to kill that thing. You got to get rid of it. What the hell? Blah, blah, blah. And then the second they see it in the cage after it had been raining, everyone's like, oh, my God, Thomas, uh, you got to be nice to it. Feed it. Give it peaches, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? This this animal is doing hard time. He, he is right. we, in a cage. The, the least humane thing that we did was we we, we waited half of a half a day while it was raining. We left outside. him out there for a few <laughs> yeah. hours We let in him the sit cage. out there in the rain to think about what he had done and we he has to do hard time he was trespassing and and what violating our property rights and as good libertarian members of society we we recognize the government it was formed to protect our property rights we formed a small militia because the government wouldn't protect our property rights they would not come and correct so me and me and thomas had a small militia we were like george washington a little bit. I wouldn't go that far, but I would say yes. We were very. It was we a were. Militia, we though. were protecting our yes. rights. We were basically a small militia, but we also were like a lawful militia, which very, which kind of loses yes. its cool in a way. That's true. We were allowed by the D.C. government to form this militia, as opposed to a militia that would have been allowed to form by God. I wouldn't say. I would say more like by our natural instincts well that's what i meant it's a natural right to be able to form a militia. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's and that yeah that's what okay I, yeah i see that um <laughs> we've been working on a few things though so like oh oh but also to the backyard the saddest thing that happened like literally the day after we recorded the podcast about the about the backyard being all crazy and the gold chains and everything i went from a from a huge low to a huge high and here's the huge low uh, our robin eggs, all of a sudden, one of the robins came to the nest, hooked on the nest too hard with its claws, knocked the nest down, all the eggs splattered, died. And it was like the only thing I was looking forward to during quarantine was maybe we'd have a live stream of these eggs hatching and we'd have this tremendous like 
oh, this is life coming out of the crisis. But nope, nope, just death. And then, and then to make matters worth, uh, worse, yesterday or the day before, we were just sitting at our table working like usual. And our other like roommate comes up. we always do up, all the time, working all the time. And our other roommate comes up and he, he's like, what's up with that ambulance coming down the street? Next thing you know, we have an ambulance on the street and we have police officers, National Guard, uh, healthcare workers. Yeah, there were National Guardsmen out there. All they in had, our backyard. They had, they had their uniforms on, their dress, their, their, not their dress, blues. They're, uh, they're like, they're combat. They're, they're camouflage yeah, cam- with the, combo, the boots camouflage. and the everything. Yeah. And then we saw healthcare professionals wearing hazmat suits. And next thing you know, the ambulance drives away, but everyone was still there. And next thing you know, we see a very nondescript, like, van-like car come up. There was three of them, actually, out there. I didn't see three of them. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole group of, the, of, un, of unmarked vans. Yeah. Wow, that could be a whole house. I don't think. So, like, I saw one thing <laughs> Wait, happen. Well, what happened, though? Why, did they, why were they here? Um, so I knew it was bad when the ambulance left and just like the birds, um, I saw a person in a, it's a, it's a person in a body bag, put on a stretcher, loaded into an ambulance. Yeah, it was not well, an ambulance. No, a, it was a corn. It's like a, a quarantine yeah. version of a hearse. It was a corn. Which is just no, a big, it, this is how they pick big everybody. Van. No, this wasn't weird. No, this is how they. No, always, is this normal? Yeah, this is how this is how the state picks people up. This is the, that was just, the, like just the like corn. a weird yeah. van. Yeah, that was like um. So so uh so my dad was in town recently, and he was telling us about his friend Brian, who is an undertaker. Um. So you remember? Do you remember the undertaker? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Brian, the undertaker, that's what he would drive to pick people up in, in a big you know, Ford van, like sliding door type of deal. That's a tough and job. Yeah, that's, uh, well, he did cool stuff. He He's a famous undertaker. Yeah, he, no, he... He picked up George H.W. Bush and Billy Graham. Oh, man, he's done them all. That's a big undertaker. That's the huge, yeah, yeah big undertaking, honestly. True. Uh, with all that responsibility, presidents. Everyone Bill, was Billy asking Graham. me, everyone yeah. asked me, though, like, were, were you, like, a little shook up about, like, something in your backyard happening? Jake, how would you feel about it? Well, yeah, you know, I it, it was interesting seeing seeing them pull a body out of the back. I've never seen anything like that before. Uh, he was wrapped in a blue tarp, and oh, it was crazy stuff. Um, but like, you know, there's, there's kind of the fear that maybe it was a corona death or, um, or you know, something related to that because the hazmat suits. But I think that that was would be like standard procedure these days. I it, it see it was pretty cut and dry. They were in and out. They went in there, pulled the guy out, and left. And like we didn't see any more police. It was probably like a half hour to an hour process with the. Oh, this was longer than an hour. no. The it cops was like a were here. The, hour no, thing. the cops were here for a couple hours, but like probably the the like yeah, like the real the real guys with the the hazmat suits. They were only here for like a half hour. I feel like it would have been a much bigger deal, uh, if if it was an actual corona death. Um, I think maybe it was either natural causes. Couldn't have been a murder. There was not nearly enough police. For, I think it could have been a corona a death. Crime. I mean, what, it could have been. I don't are, know. Are I they don't... just checking a box these days? Well, I mean, well, there's, yeah, of there's course. So many people dying. It's it's just. Well, I you know it's so it's it's so sad. I mean, well, also they'll maybe they wear hazmat suits all the time uh, these days for. I, I maybe it's just yeah. As I said on the last episode, maybe there's a lot of like new procedures that are going to come out about this, like. I, I said last episode about how the handshakes just might die, but like 
maybe hazmat suits for undertakers might just be a thing. I don't know if it was before, but like now it should be. Thank you for that, Thomas. Very crisp analysis that you have on the undertaking industry. Uh, I'm going to get a little treat for you after this episode is over. Once I'm finished with the closing, uh, just go ahead and keep on listening, and you will hear the produced track of Summertime Vibes, which is the song that Thomas and I recorded. Uh, it will also be available for download on Patreon for our premium supporters. $10 a month gets you the downloadable file as well as a series of other fun exciting projects that thomas and i are working on thank you for listening this has been episode 10 of you're missing the point met her on the beach it was summertime watching the waves it was so sublime just knew there was something about her cute smile blonde hair not a care in the world went in the water and she splashed me so i picked her up threw her in We'll started laughing when the music came on You know we love that Kanye song, me and her And that summertime vibe today, me and her And that summertime vibe today Vibes today, vibes today